This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. I was gonna try to do like a Elvis impersonation, but it's really hold fucking on, hold hard. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a second, Joe. It's it's uh it's like the Halloween season. It's like real spooky and shit. Hold on, I'm gonna give you something. Yeah. See if this works. All right, now go. Um, am I supposed to be hearing something? Cause I don't hear anything. <laughs> oh, fuck. But uh, uh, never mind. But uh, welcome to Masters of the. I can't do the fucking uh, Elvis thing. Masters no, of the that... Cinematic Universe podcast. That was. That's like a young Willie Nelson. I know, right? Yeah. I don't know. This is Masters of the Cinematic Universe. We're doing, I think we're doing a movie. (laughs) We're doing a movie. We're not doing a Masters class, but I'm not sure if it's actually a movie. Like, I don't really know. Get the fuck out of here. Listen. Listen. It's a fucking student film. You've done enough shitty movies that we've had to suffer through that you can handle one that you don't like every once in a while. Okay? Okay? There's been a lot I don't like. Listen, baby. There you go. You can, go, go. you can go fuck yourself sideways. <laughs> You're always stealing my best lines. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? I missed you. It's yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's good to see you, Joe. You, your beard looks nice and full. God damn. Thank you, thank you, uh, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, now I can do it when I'm not trying. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 this getting there. I, although I was thinking about trimming it because I don't know getting the whites the little white hairies i was gonna say a little bit of gray on the side there buddy and on the bottom yeah it happens wow listen as somebody whose face looks like stripe from the gremlins i say just fucking (laughs) let it ride buddy (laughs) i look like santa claus if i could actually grow a beard yeah (laughs) fucking white oh don't tease me oh man santa yeah i wish if i could grow it it'd be great but Mm. totally white totally white that should be no, that can't be the that's name the, of our show. Two thirds white. I was gonna say that's the name of Will's hometown. <laughs> yeah, that's true. His whole space. Uh, fucking Will. Will is awesome, man. You know, speaking of Will, he's working hard on this uh, this Halloween compilation album that he <coughs> that he does. And uh, luckily for me, I get to be on it this year with a Misfits <laughs> cover. He's uh, it's coming out soon. I think. The hang up is me because you have to get a a license for a cover song, and uh, I, you know it's I didn't know that. Yeah, very. Do you really spooky. have to license for cover songs? Yeah, it's just you know it's it's like a formality. It's I thought like, cover songs was covered under fair use. No, no, you got to get permission from some muckety you know high up suit somewhere. Like, hey, can I you know pay you $12 or something and then I can cover this old punk rock song and they're like yeah it's fine that's the least punk rock thing I've ever heard oh punk rock is full of not punk rock stuff man (laughs) that sounds like some me first in the gimme gimme's bullshit yeah 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 
and the misfits are maybe the least punk rock of the punk rockers uh you know when it comes to their behind the scenes bullshit i love that band i love them a lot but um you know and like two of them are brothers and they're still like suing each other it's fucking ridiculous <laughs> but you know what are you gonna do so joe yeah what's new man uh let's see there's a guitar another one of these uh, cheap squires um they just seem to keep reproducing you're like on a real cheap you know like entry-level squire kick which i fucking really kind of dig man oh very much so yeah except for they're like the high-end squires like they're not the uh they're not the um the cheap squires yeah so well, i, I, I say feel a little better no sonic I say cheap. in there no these aren't bullets no, no yeah. bullets I got a bullet, man. I like it. Uh, yeah, I like your bullet too. <laughs> oh, Calm down. Uh, look, every one of these squires was over four hundred originally, which for a squire is fucking expensive. Yeah, that's like the Bentley of squire, right yeah. there. Yeah, that's like getting the um. Uh, I, so I don't know why I've been on a kick with this this uh YouTube channel called Donut lately. It's like Donut Media. They're like do like car shit. Um, but it's mostly ridiculous. And they were reviewing like knockoff cars the other day. <laughs> just every Chinese car is just like a copy of an American or like yeah. European car. And like, it looks almost identical. It looks like something like you'd find in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> so you get like dollar store Bentleys and like dollar store Land Rovers and shit. Um, yeah. Uh, what else is new? Uh, hmm. Uh, we went to a kid's birthday party at a park yesterday. That was interesting. Um, okay. Did so, you rock it solo or did you no, go with the Sherry went and the baby Sherry went. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, um, it was, a uh, 10 AM. Who the fuck throws a party at 10 AM on a Saturday? I'm like, no, I wanted to sleep. <laughs> like yeah, it's the one day a week money. I get to sleep. Like, no, that's not, that's not fucking cool, man. No, you the weather was doing. nice. So like, I will give it that the weather was nice. Oh, I got a new bike too. Um, I got to get a picture for you guys, but it's dope. A bicycle or a motorcycle. What are we talking about? Oh, bicycle. Come on. Okay. What do you, what do you mean? Come, come on, on, man. Come could, on. I'm on my dad. I guess he had a hog. You know what I mean? I got a hog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to find you the picture of it, but it's, it's the colors are fucking dope. Um, I got it at Walmart on clearance and it's, it's like a bright fucking Cayman blue frame with the front tire is bright yellow. The back tire is neon green and the handles are yellow. And then the fucking brakes are green. So it's all okay. yellow and green and blue. I love that color combo. It's fucking dope. I absolutely looking. love it. I'll see if I can find nice. a picture of it. Um, yeah. Send us a picture, man. Yeah. Doug, what's uh... on, the, on the old need for speed games. The video games, yeah. all my cars would be like lime green and yellow or yellow and lime green. Like all of them. I absolutely love that color. color. I, found a, I just found a picture of a fucking stock photo online of it. I'll send that one. Hell yeah. Uh, to the group. But yeah, I fucking saw it and I was like, I want this bike. I was like, I don't care how much this bike costs. I want this bike. <laughs> um, but it was only 150 bucks. So it really wasn't bad. No, that's cool. Not bad. And uh, it's got it doesn't have fucking gears, which I hate. Like, um, it's fixed like ratio, which to me is better because I don't want to like that's just more shit to break. So you're a true uh, American hipster with the fixed bicycle, dude. I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, dude. I've been uh going so many fucking miles too. Oh yeah, I see it, man. That's fucking rad. Yeah, isn't that fucking you know, rad? I like that. Yeah, I yeah, saw that thing. I, I was like, like that. I was like, yeah, I gotta have that. Um, yep. Then uh, I'm I'm almost getting my fifth medal. I've got four so far, and the fifth one I have like six, like 
16, 15, 16 miles left to finish it. Cool. All right, now, now for our listeners, explain this metal situation. Okay, so I do this thing called the Challenger Series, which is like a virtual race. So you do the race online, but then they actually send you real fucking like hardcore medals like in the mail. Um, and you basically use some kind of fitness tracker to track your running or biking or whatever kind of like mileage you want to put in. And uh, each challenge a different mileage. Currently, I'm doing a Game of Thrones series, like five different medals. Uh, I've already finished a 105 mile one. I'm on like a 92 mile one right now. Um, I have a 270 mile one, which is the one that's really not looking forward to. <laughs> but uh, that's fuck. That's fucking cool though, man. And and I love the marketing. Like that shit is so smart to me. If you want nerds to exercise, and I yep. went through the same thing. Yes. I had a series of really intense. Um, like circuit training workouts and they were broken down by which superhero would do the workout. So it's like on Monday you're doing Batman and Batman was fucking hard. You know what I mean? By the time you right. got to like Captain America and so like they were all different. And that was really the only motivation at the time I had to, to exercise huh. because I, I'm a child. You know? Yeah. <laughs> the coolest thing about the, like um, aside from like the nerd core series ones, which they have like Lord of the Rings and they have game of Thrones. Um, they've also got like real world places and the way the app works when you're in there, it gives you like a Google maps, like overview of where you're going with like markers on it for other people that are in the race also. So you can compete against other people. But the cool part is when you're doing it, you can stop at any point, open the app up and look at the street view and you'll get the street view of where you're at on that route. Like the first one I did was from marathons, Greece to Athens, Greece. So, like, I went down that historic, basically, the, the fucking 300 Sparta walk because it went through, like, Sparta and everything. Um, nice. and, and I was, like, every once in a while, I just stop and randomly look around and see, like, what the surroundings of where I virtually am looks like. Oh, that's, that's see, this is the Jetsons-like future that I was wanting. I like that <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff, man. So, imagine if like, you were at home, you can do this on a treadmill. You just track your mileage on the treadmill in the app, and when you're done with your, you can set a goal. So, like, say you want to do 100 miles, after you get the 100 miles, you get your piece of hardware in the mail. See, I do a similar thing. I do a similar thing, but it's Matt. Oh, those are cool. Yeah, My yeah. shit is real ghetto. Like, you know what a Peloton is? Yeah, yeah. Yep. A Peloton is just like this, a really high-end stationary bike with a big screen on it. And you yeah, can yeah. see like your instructor and all that. I don't have a Peloton. I have like, like a Craigslist stationary <laughs> bike. With an iPad glued to it? But yeah, what I do is I strap an old Amazon Kindle to it. Yeah. Oh, wait, you, you can't use that word because I strap is trademarked. Oh, I strap. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I just fire up YouTube and I find people, there's videos of like cycling, you know, through different world locations. So yeah, it's like the, uh, it's like the low end version of a high end thing. You know, I just enjoy going out like at nighttime. I usually do it at nighttime, like, you know, nine or 10 o'clock because it's nice and cool out. Um, yeah. and get my miles in. Um, I realized also like where I live, there's a lot of fucking hills. I can do 180 feet in elevation change, like right around my neighborhood. Oh shit. Oh shit. Which it doesn't feel like it's an 18 story building at an elevation change, but it is somehow. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That's yeah. weird for Florida too. Holy fuck. Yeah. There's some hills in Gainesville. Well, so, uh, oh yeah, man. What's new with you, getting, you guys? You getting fit. Doug, what's new with you, man? What's new? We uh, celebrated my granddaughter's second birthday yesterday, which again is frightening in that it's been two years since she was born. (laughs) 
Um, time flies, but it was a great day. Drove up to New Hampshire. We went to a restaurant for lunch and then opened gifts. And uh, yeah, she's just such a little person now. She's a little person and full conversation and just this wonder and and just focus. I mean, it's so cool. I mean, she got over. She got a little overwhelmed with all the gifts. She didn't quite like. I, I still don't know if she understood that they were all for her until mm. they were open. Then she realized, you know, but like, so the next gift giving, like this Christmas, she's going to be an animal because now she gets it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that'll be fun. But um, yeah, it was just a great day. All four of my kids were together for the first time since April of 2022. Okay. So that's a year and a half since we've they've all been in the same room at the same time. That is really awesome. Right? I mean, unfortunately, Erica was in, is in Sweden visiting her dad, so she wasn't there. But just having all the kids together was like, that was fantastic. And then having her, my granddaughter. I really hope you sent her a picture and said, guess what I get to do that you don't? No, no. I, are you kidding me? Yeah. Then you, wanna, then, you tagged it with, then you tagged it with hashtag drink all my beer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Very true. I could do that. Yep. But then I would, uh, I might wake up dead when she comes back. So yeah. I don't want that. I got <laughs> the, bl- the blood eagle or something. Yeah. I got to, yes, the blood eagle. Exactly. I got to pick my battles and I didn't want them. But no, we sent her a bunch of pictures and did some FaceTime so that she could talk to Holly. And, you know, yeah, it was cool. It was an excellent, excellent day. It really was. I'm still floating. Yeah. That's awesome, so, man. That's my what's new. Love that. That's great, dude. You, it was those pictures pulling my heartstrings, man. I love seeing yeah. that stuff. I like, I, you know, I am a softie, so uh, I get it. I get it. She's a photogenic little thing. I'll tell you that. She didn't get her looks from me, but she got them from somewhere. Ah, oh, bull, bullshit, bullshit. You guys nah. how good you look on this podcast. I don't know how many fucking times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I, I, I still work under the imposter syndrome. Sorry. Yeah, can't help it. I'm working on that. So, all right, you yep. sexy motherfucker. Um, <laughs> what's new with me? So this is interesting. Um, I did a logo years ago for um, Semantics for Samantha Horror's yeah. podcast. The it's skull? been on the skull, yeah. And I'll show it to <laughs> you so you can see it. Yeah, yeah. That was the pedal. logo. Yes, made a guitar pedal for Travis. So we went to Spirit Halloween. And Uh-oh. just looking at all the cool <laughs> shit, right? And check out what I found. I was, I was like, "Are you gonna season the system? Are you gonna fuck your asses?" Holy shit! Pretty close, right, dude? Yeah, I'd say so. I think you gotta call Mo and fuck their asses. <laughs> just call Mo. I mean, listen. Wait, does the, Mo do the, that kind of stuff? Like, will he fight like that kind of copyright infringement battle, or is it mostly know. like like a hit and run? <laughs> I think it's more of a, I think it's more of an injury, some family law kind of stuff. So that that design, like that's a very famous and and common sort of like oddity thing, like that uh, conjoined skull with like three eye holes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, it's it's nothing like unique or nothing that I came up with, but just to see something that was so close, I was like, fuck, that's cool. Well, you and yeah, I. Sh- 
you added the hat and the headphones, right? Or did it? Come I did. Yeah. Okay. That no, would, I just because yeah. then we'd have a serious case. Yeah, yeah that would have been fucked. That, that's like the time I was at Hobby Lobby checking out, and I looked down, and there was a CD. <laughs> First of all, a CD by the register, the only Hobby Lobby fucking has CD still. <laughs> and and it said a day to remember the best songs for a wedding, <laughs> and I was like, what? holy shit! I was that's like. Awesome. I was like, I want to fuck their asses for make, taking the name I created and never did anything with, but it got big anyways. I support that. Can I can I quickly say fuck Hobby Lobby, man? Like, yeah. so we went in there the other day because I needed frames for an art show and, and they're always fucking on sale because everything's marked up to confuse you anyway with yeah. a fake price. So when you pay the real price, you think you're getting a deal. And the 40% coupon on any one item. Yeah. Yeah. Go fuck yourself, Hobby Lobby. But we're in this big, you know, retail store and I'm like, you know what, man, it's October. Like, let's look at some Halloween shit. And my wife reminds me, oh, they don't have any Halloween stuff here because, uh, you know, yeah, they're closed on Sundays. And I was like, get the fuck out. I'm so tired of it. Man. They have I'm harvest so... stuff. It's the that's what, harvest that's festival. What, yeah. Not cool, man. The funny one is they do trunk or treats at the churches. Trunk wow. or treats. Get the fuck For out their of fall, here. For their fall harvest festival. Put the body in the trunk or get a treat. Is that what it is? <laughs> also, for some reason, I don't know why, but every church has a pumpkin batch, like, but they don't do Halloween. Like, Wow. Okay, but we're in Hobby Lobby, and we're looking at Christmas ornaments because that's all you can fucking do now in October. And one of the Christmas ornaments is that red and white with the white dots, uh, you know mushroom like that psilocybin mushroom Uh, and if you know anything about christmas and the origins of christmas this mushroom was another thing that was lifted from these pagan traditions like these shamans used to get high off these mushrooms right and if you look at christmas cards from like the 1920s it's like elves with mushroom those mushrooms Hmm. so it was (laughs) it was very like kind of sneaky that this was in hobby lobby i was like there's one like angry atheist on the board <laughs> you know what i mean and they're doing yes. their orders for the years and he's like i'm gonna get these fucking mushroom ornaments and no one's gonna know what it means said, I, i've never know. heard of the christmas mushroom oh i'll send you a link it's actually really fascinating when you dig into like the origins of the western christian holidays yeah. and, i'm more of a fan of kwanzaa anyways kwanzaa dope man kwanzaa is like, dope but i digress uh we got some stuff to talk about we're doing a movie today folks Are we? and it's exciting yeah because it's october we're doing our horror ish and horror movies and this is my pick i picked the movie bubba ho tap uh it's a 2002 comedy horror film written co-produced and directed by don cascarelli from uh phantasm Exactly. So there's a man's got a pedigree. There's a line in King of the Hill where Hank walks up to the Christian rock star and says, "You're not really making rock or Christianity better by doing this, (laughs) (laughs) and this isn't making horror or comedy better." All right, we know how you feel now. We know how you feel. Actually, we knew how you feel before the show started because he had some things to say. We'll 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 address it. Um, This movie stars, of course, Bruce Campbell, and uh, Bruce Campbell best known for his role as ash in the evil dead uh, but also really well known for this as this has now become a cult classic uh again this movie is is uh, from o2 it's based on a novella of the same name by a gentleman named joe lansdale 
which appeared in an anthology called The King is Dead, Tales of Elvis Postmortem. Uh, yeah, so we're going to dig right into it, man. Here we go. And I'll tell you, this is a little behind the scenes. This is a little how the sausage is made. Usually we have stuff to read. I don't have shit to read. I got nothing. So I we're doing it live. What is it? How does it go? <laughs> Fuck it. We're Fuck doing it, it live. We're doing it live. Yeah, we're doing it live. So this movie opens. Um, they should have just with, called this dementia. <laughs> I kind of listen. So there's an argument in this movie um, about this movie. If the main character is or is not who he purports to be. Right. Um, when we get to the end of this, this episode, we will, I guess, give our opinions on that. But um, this movie opens with a definition of the word Bubba. Uh, it says male from the southern U.S., good old boy, cracker, redneck, trailer park resident. And then we get the title screen of Bubba Hotep in the well, style of... It also started with Hotep before Bubba. It explains what a Hotep is even before that. Yeah, you, you know, you're right, but... Because that's kind again, of important because most people know what a Bubba is. I don't think anybody knows what a Hotep is. To me, a Hotep is something that like a fucking pimp would do. You know what a Hotep is, son. A hotep is a relative or descendant of the 17 Egyptian dynasties from 3100 to 1550 BC, family surname of an Egyptian pharaoh or king. Everybody knows that, See, Joe. Exactly. Everyone knows that, but nobody knows what a bubba is. <laughs> it depends on where you live. We live in Florida. Everybody knows what that means, man. Yeah. We, we, we have either uh, uh, Will Pass Wilson or the other one. Yeah, we don't talk about either one of those. Um, Bubba Hotep. <laughs> hey, man, if anybody sent me 15 bucks right now for an Uber? <laughs> Stop it. Um, if you're familiar with the movie Ben-Hur and the way that the title looks, they just, they bit that in a beautiful way. In the way that Spirit yes. Halloween bit my skull. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the movie opens with that, and we get a little bit of, like, stock footage from back in the day of sort of explaining how these Egyptian tombs are, um, you know, explored and how they take the, uh, the, the remains out. And it's really kind of just, just filler. It's, it's talking about mummified remains. They show you like King Tut's sarcophagus and how it's coming to a museum near you. Very propaganda like in yeah, the beginning. And of then I'm movie. like, wow, this movie might actually be interesting. Then no, nope. Oh, you motherfucker. Then we land in a beautiful East Texas. Uh, what's the proper term for this? Like a assisted living facility? Yeah. yeah. It, well, it's the sign. The signage in front calls it a convalescence home. <laughs> yeah. Conval is it, um, I think it's misspelled too. Yes. Yeah. I call yeah. it an ALF. An ALF. Yeah. What is an ALF? Assisted living facility. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Bunch of ALFs. I thought that was an alien that ate cats. <laughs> I wonder where you watch that show. I kind of do too. I oh, absolutely do not. I didn't watch it the first time and I will not watch it. Now. <laughs> okay. What do you have against Alf? It was what? a dumb fucking puppet show. That's exactly what it was. But see, like I have, it, that's also one of those things from childhood that I'm sure if I watch it now, I'd be like, what the fuck was I thinking when I was a yeah. kid? What, what about yeah, dinosaurs? Was, Did you watch that? Dinosaurs, oh, that, that's I did great. watch because Dinosaurs was show. was a subversive 
Yeah. Puppet show. Fucking show. Puppet show. Exactly. Yeah, that's an adult ass puppet show. That was exactly. a great show. Oh my god. Yeah, fantastic. I love how they like literally fucking killed everybody at the end of the series too with the fucking asteroid hit. <laughs> yep. Exactly. They, they left like no chance for a sequel after that. Nope. Nope. Now I didn't mention this, but to give you uh this is like if you're if you're trying to convince a friend to watch this movie, this is what you're gonna say. Okay. And Joe's going to be mad about this because I, I sold him with this, okay? It's, yeah. Bubba Hotep is a movie about Elvis Presley who didn't die, okay? He, he, he survived. And now he's elderly and he's in an old folks home and he's best friends with a black guy who thinks he's JFK and they got to fight a mummy. Period. Dressed as a end. cowboy. Dressed as a cowboy, yeah. A mummy and dressed as a cowboy. A little bit of trivia in the novella. There was a character that didn't make it into the movie, and it was a um, okay. Now I, uh, here we go. It's an old lady who believes that she is a sex changed version of John Dillinger, <laughs> <laughs> and that character didn't make it into the movie. That would have sold Joe. Oh yeah, that would. That been character there. was in the movie. Joe would have liked <laughs> Look, it. I told you in the pitch meeting for this, I would have been all on board. I'm like, sign me up. But then, like, the execution just wasn't there. Well, another thing to keep in mind, if, if you're listening at home, this is a low-budget B-movie. I think the total budget for this movie was $500,000. Yep, that's correct. And it shows this is not a, a spectacle of special effects. Like, this no, is terrible. This is B-movie schlock at its finest. And if you like that stuff, and you know, believe me, there's a huge audience for people who really enjoy the campiness of it. It's perfect. It's pitch perfect that way. Look, I uh -huh. like the concept. I like some of the lines in the scenes, but I think this would have been more served well as a short movie, like an anthology movie. Make this 45 minutes, like, like, and I'd probably be much happier. But it's just too fucking long, and a lot of the right. scenes are way too drawn out. Like, okay, I got it. All right. Okay. Calm down. We're early in the episode for you to feel this. This is what feel like we're recording the Jaws episode right now. <laughs> no, this is not Jaws bad. All right. Yeah, well, Joe, okay. if you want to hit this first clip for me, this is a good introduction to and, our title. And let me just character. say, when I heard this, I'm like, all right, maybe, maybe there is some good to be had here. I was dreaming. Dreaming my dick was out, and I was checking to see if that infected bump on the head of it had filled with pus again. If it had, I was going to name that bump after my ex-wife, Scylla, and bust it by jacking off. No, man. Or I'd like to think that's what I'd do. Dreams let you think like that. Truth no. was, I hadn't had a hard-on in years. <laughs> there you have it. So, Bruce Campbell's first lines as Elvis Presley. Uh, yeah. I'm going to tell you, like, I am kind of sold at this point, but mm -hmm. this reminds me of something else, like, hardcore at this point in the song. Um, you guys know that I'm a massive fan of a certain musical act that I may have even, you know, decided to start our show with one of their songs. You know what I'm talking about? The Bar uh, Yeah. Yes. So, the, yes. You heard this song? I was lonelier than Punta Quinte at a Merle Haggard concert that night. I strolled on into Uncle Limpy's home palace looking for love. It had been a while, 
fact, 365 had come and went since that midnight run hauling hog to shaky town on I-10. I had picked up this hitchhiker that was sweating gowns through a pair of Daisy Duke cutoffs and one of those fruit loom tank tops. Well, that night I lost myself to ruby red lips, milky white skin, and baby blue eyes. The name was Russell. <laughs> see, I, see I, I watch this movie anytime it's on. I would have turned that off within 10 seconds. This is what it reminds me of the whole fucking time. is like, this song just nonstop. Hmm. The fact that you like that and not this, right, makes me question. And I gotta, some I gotta and, say, and just to I, give credit where credit's due, the name of that song is "A Lap." A lap dance is so much better when the stripper is crying. Oh, nice. Okay. okay. And listen for for our audience members who may not have seen this movie and are trying to decide whether or not to see it. Joe's opinion is so in the minority. I will tell you, bring a pillow because I fell asleep three times watching this. Joe's, Joe's opinion, based on everything you can look up online, is an island of one. Also, <laughs> I just got done watching the Dolphins like beat the shit out of the Carolina Panthers, and I was fucking adrenaline hyped up from that, and I still fell asleep three times watching this. Him, it's on that island is Joe and his fucking volleyball Wilson, and that's it. Everybody <laughs> else, everybody else loves this movie. I'm just saying. Joe? Joe's autobiography should be called An Island of One. That's, that's pretty fucking, that's mm -hmm. deep, man. I like that. Yeah. All right. Well, we will continue on. So we meet our main character, Elvis Aaron Presley, played, of course, again by Bruce Campbell. He is laying Sebastian in a, Hath? well, we'll get there. He's, he's, he's chilling in a very dilapidated old folks home. Um, I mean, this place is run down to shit. All the walls are stained. It is aggressively deteriorated in here. Although when you um, see it from the outside, it looks really nice in comparison to most assisted living facilities. <laughs> That's true. It's not bad. Yeah, it's Manicured got that Shady Acres vibe that, yeah, outside. Yeah. But yeah, so it's he's, pretty bad inside. Yeah. It's, it's uh, you know, it's just, uh, it, and it feels of a... You know, this movie came out in 2002, but there's not a whole lot in this movie that gives you a sense of, like, the time period. No, no it feels uh, much older. Yeah, it does feel older. Like, Anything... the, this is how I can tell it felt older. When the orderly that comes in to take care of him comes in, I'm like, I was like, how old is this movie made? Because that looks like a young Wanda Sykes. Do you think that looked like a young Wanda yeah, Sykes? Yeah, especially with her, like, when she started um, getting her attitude and stuff, like, the, the way she was talking, like, her delivery of the words. I was just uh, getting that vibe from her. Yeah, I didn't get that, but... I didn't get that, but I think, I feel like it's because I recognized her for something else. And I, it, I didn't. You know, I went down that whole rabbit hole of, like, where, where did I see this actress? Then I looked at so, like, 2002, what the fuck? <laughs> they were making good movies in 2002. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Although 2002 in the South, yeah, it does still look like this. You know, I someplace. Yeah. That's true. They're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Texas. Uh, 2023 in the South still kind of looks like this in some places. Like when I travel in the and I look up the hotels and it says, you know, pick your range for like the area you want to go. And I'll say like, I know, like 10, 20 miles and it'll say nothing found. Yep. And then I extend that radius to like 40, 50 miles and it says nothing found <laughs> this yeah. is like where that takes place yeah. is it mm -hmm. place? tex ass tex ass i call them 100%. des and troy 
Because <laughs> when I put them together, they destroy. Oh, my God. So our main character, he's laying in bed in a room next to another man laying in bed. And that man is having a hard time. <laughs> like he, yep. And ironically enough, he's not having a hard time. He, is, yeah, <laughs> he wishes he were. Yep. Um, yeah, it's it's you know, it's just a sad opening. You can tell this character is supposed to be Elvis. The way that they've they've done Bruce Campbell's makeup, he's got the pork chop sideburns. When he puts on his reading glasses, they're just like the fucking Elvis sunglasses. Right. <laughs> which yeah. I love. He's got like this deflated pompadour and he's overweight and he's just miserable. And the guy next to him basically just coughs himself to death. And it's yeah. uh it's just a sad opening to a movie. And you look, have... I'm a fan of aviators. Like I kind of want that set of glasses he has. They're dope as fuck. They're strong, right? The aviators yeah. with the like the holes the, yeah, the, the side. I, yes. I want some thick sided aviators. Yeah, yeah. But at this point in the movie, you know, he's he's sort of pontificating upon his life, like, oh my god, like it's it's a feeling of how the fuck did I get here? Like this is Elvis goddamn Presley. His his life was legendary. And you get these little flashback moments of him on stage gyrating and doing his thing. And here he is looking at his dick, wondering what the growth on it is. Yeah. <laughs> next to this nearly dead or dead elderly man. And it's just, you know, it's just a huge dichotomy. Also, um, they never play any Elvis music in this entire movie. No, you can't it. afford Elvis movie in a $500,000 movie or Elvis music. No. In fact, they show Elvis movies later in this movie, like clips. Yeah. And and they cheated. They never show you a face because it's never Elvis. It's right. just it's a guy who kind of looks. from his movies. Yeah. yeah. They were very smart with that. And mm-hmm. And you do get an Elvis vibe out of this movie, despite the fact that, like, they couldn't really use any of the stuff. You don't miss it. You know what I mean? Like you don't wish right. fucking you ain't nothing but a hound dog was playing. Um, at I, least I would like me. some tiny bubbles. Some tiny bubbles. That's Don Ho. That was Elvis. Elvis sang it too, though. Did he? I, I know. I know. Like I, I'm pretty sure Elvis did tiny bubbles too. Like a, at least a cover of it or something. I think maybe Tom Jones, but it was Don Ho. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if Elvis song. did that. I feel like Elvis did it at some point. Well, I'm sure he covered it, but yeah, it's only like a cover. We didn't we talk about covers a little while ago? Signature song. It's possible. That's what Uh, Google's for, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trying to Google this shit, but yeah, Tiny Bubbles Elvis Presley cover. Okay, I thought I was going crazy here. One of the first cassettes I ever had was Elvis Presley's Greatest Hits, and that was not on it. Um, well, I mean, if if you're talking about Elvis Presley, any song that he sang, the first question is, which black guy did he steal it from? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So, because you know, in the end, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> my great one of my greatest memories in life was being the one to tell my parents that he died. Oh, <laughs> I was man. watching. They were in the they were in the kitchen, and I was watching television. And the breaking news came on, and I got to run in and say, "Hey, Elvis is dead." <laughs> and I, I cherish that moment every day. Every day. Every day. I think about it yeah. before I go to sleep. Exactly. Just the, uh yeah. Not that's... an Elvis fan, if you haven't guessed. <laughs> no, no, yeah. 
it's it's true man it's it's uh you ain't nothing but a hound dog yeah you ain't nothing but a fat overrated son of a bitch that's what you are i mean i agree i never really like thought of that that much elvis yeah i never uh never got it but anyway i digress go ahead sorry that's okay i'm trying to think of it there was one song i really loved on this cassette um i can't think of it now but well, yeah, once I found out that it wasn't his and that none of them were, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. What is this shit? What is this fat old white guy doing? Anyway. Yeah, he's whatever like... The, yeah, whatever that song is, um, uh, crap, Satisfaction, that song Satisfaction. Mm. That song, and the only reason I like it is because it's a cool part of Ocean's Eleven. I was going to say, okay, yeah, a little yeah. less conversation, a little more action. I don't know to me who's more overrated, Elvis or Prince. Like, because oh, neither that's one of them. That's a tough fucking question, Joe. Because I fucking For hate me, Prince. That's too. a really tough question because I agree with you 100%. Like, Prince, Prince had like two a, decent songs. <laughs> yeah, such a douche nozzle, man. I know. Like, yeah. I'm, I agree with Joe in this case. <laughs> yeah, finally. Prince is super overrated. It's the first time this has ever happened. Yeah, on the show. I'm just saying, Prince is super overrated. I still go with Elvis, but Prince is super overrated in my book. Yeah. Prince always gets this weird pass because he's a competent <laughs> musician, whereas like, yeah. like Elvis brought a guitar on stage and it was like a prop. You know what I mean? So, oh no, exactly. So exactly. in the in the line of royalty, so the king sucks, Prince is overrated, and Queen's fucking <laughs> awesome. There you <laughs> go. Yeah, Queen is great. Long live the Queen. You're absolutely right, Joe. That was yeah. a good one. I I'm like sure that. there's a hero metal band named Princess. <laughs> there has to be. <laughs> So as we roll along in this movie, we get a flavor for this old folks home. We see an old lady walking around with a cane and she's stealing a bunch of bunch of shit from horrible person. Yeah. Just, you don't want to like this person. And this is where the storytelling and the, and the story crafting There's of this movie chicken, works like really iron well. Lung. Yeah. That shit is fucking funny to me. Isn't it? Cause yeah, stands. again, 2002, there's, there's a brought in an iron lung in the hallway. What was the other and she show walks where the up to was, her. The guy was in the iron lung. Was it a TV show or a movie? Like I was like in it, like one of the main characters. Yeah, and, uh, the old and, man, uh, Big Lebowski. Oh, that's is right. Is that what it was? That's right. Yeah, when they go to they go to confront the kid. Oh, that's right. Yeah, his dad's in an iron lung. That's what it was. Or his grandpa, whoever. Yeah, it's the old man. That's right. Yeah. This this bitch walks up to this woman in an iron lung and strokes her hair to comfort her, and then steals the glasses off her face. <laughs> yeah. It's like God damn. Yep. She's, ruthless absolutely ruthless but it's an amazing scene because you feel compassion for this person and then immediately disgust you're like what the fuck so she's stealing candy and and all this you know anything she can get her grubby little paws on man um you're supposed to feel that way about this character because she's the first in this horror movie to meet uh her end and it works really well. She's she gets she's in bed eating the stolen candies, and she's attacked by the most realistic looking bug in cinema. Yeah, um, <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's putting the scare and scarab. The scarab, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this rubber scarab makes me laugh. It's so fucking shitty. It's the worst. Look, thing I better not hear shit when I do Joe's apartment compared to this. <laughs> Those roaches are way fucking better made. Yeah, but you got to understand the difference between bad on purpose and trying to be good, but still bad. Joseph Burton was not what, trying to be good. 
it was Joe's apartment was on some like this is groundbreaking CGI. Them little but roaches look. It was a fucking song about them fucking living in a toilet. They're not trying to be serious. No, they were trying to. They were trying to be. I don't know. We'll save it for the episode because yeah. uh, I'm eventually going to do that movie since uh, 1996 or whenever the fuck it came out. Was that like MTV's first movie? It was MTV's Joseph first Park? movie. Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't know. I I feel like I remember that movie liking it. I'm not gonna say I remember it being good. I, I'm gonna say I remember it's liking it. Not good. Oh, Joe, yeah. uh, Jerry O'Connell. Wow, I forgot that he was in that. Yes. Uh, oh, Billy West is, is one of the fucking roaches. How could that oh, not course, be good? Of course he was. Yeah, Billy West probably fucking uh, Mark Hamill was a roach. Hold on, Tiny Bubbles, Don Hose in this movie. <laughs> 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 fucking talking about six degrees of separation. Uh, Vincent Pastor. Oh, what year is this? Uh, 96. You're right. Damn, Eric, you have a good mind. Sex, bugs, and rock and roll. See? No. Wow. All right, so this lady gets uh, attacked by giant Egyptian rubber scarab. And uh, well-directed, well-shot. Again, this is a low-budget BR movie, so keep that in mind, folks. Um, Elvis is sort of awakened by these flashes, these images of, of what's going on. And then he awakens to see the lady holding onto his door frame saying, help me. And she gets dragged away into the darkness. Um, in, in what is the best reaction in a horror movie? He puts his glasses on it and goes back, back to sleep. Yeah, I know. Exactly. It's kind of like what I would do. Like, Zero I shits yeah. to give. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so another common theme in this movie is once a person dies these there's a bit part for these two actors these two uh they work for the funeral home and they show up in the hearse and pick up the body and i forget the actor's name but it's one of those faces man like the especially the one guy you look at him you're like you've been in a lot of things daniel, as like a, daniel roebuck okay daniel roebuck you would probably best know him as the high school science teacher who blew up the uh ship in lost Oh yeah, Arst. Arst. <laughs> yeah. What? That's Daniel Roebuck. And he's been in a million other things. Oh, that was my oh, that was one of my man. favorite scenes of Lost. Yes. When he not when he blew up the ship, but when he blew up himself. Yeah, when he blew himself up. <laughs> I have Arts on me. <laughs> yeah, Leslie oh, no. Leslie Arst. Arst. You just, you just nope. blew my mind. I also Roebuck. like how like all three of us knew like his character name of like the most obscure character from Lost. Like <laughs> yes, instantly. I know. I know. Um but he's one of the most memorable. That's that's the thing. He's one of the most memorable short-lived yeah. characters in that show. And I'm still going to be Team Josh Holloway for Gambit. Yeah, that's a good. That's He'd a good make choice, a great man. Gambit. Great Gambit, but I can he him, do the I'm accent? Not sure. Yeah, he can do the accent. He's a con okay. man. He's from New Orleans in Lost. I'm pretty sure. He can do. He can do the accent. Or no, he's like, from Tallahassee. That's right. In his sleep. Okay, so, I'm he even I'm like in. has the look like he'd make a good looking gambit. He's handsome. He would do yeah. all right with that, I guess. I'm thinking about it now. I wasn't sure, but he would do well with that. I think I agree. Yeah, that's always going to be my well, choice for gambit. Channing Tatum, so I just funny, still, I still don't see. Like I just don't see it. Oh no, absolutely <laughs> not. They were just they were just banking on Channing Tatum, who honestly his bankability has lost a lot of luster from yeah. when they but cast at that him time, for that. Yeah. He's at his peak. Yeah. Then and they they were just looking to cash in on that, but no, I agree. I don't think he'd 
do well with that. Yeah, see, Gambetta to me is more of a rugged handsome, not like the pretty boy handsome. Right. Yeah, he's 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 more like a Johnny Depp kind of. Yeah. Like a like a young Depp, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I see Johnny Depp even play that role almost, except for he'd probably ruin it, and, and I hate it. Oh, he would absolutely <laughs> ruin it. Are you yeah. kidding me? Maybe young Johnny Depp would have been great at it, but yeah. the current. Johnny like Depp cry baby Johnny Depp cry baby good... Johnny Depp baby yeah. I just watched that movie that's a great I just movie watched that a couple weeks you know ago, what movie man. I want to do I want to do Blow Blow's a great flick yeah um, but uh, I think it's just like Brad Pitt could also pull off the gambit role probably eh, he didn't get the accent down but like looks wise I, I think, think he's he... too old now but Gambit's not I... young <laughs> like <laughs> oh okay I mean I don't know that much about him yeah he's not a young character you want to get your mind blown? You just reminded me. Brad Pitt is an executive producer on the reality show Lego Masters. That's awesome. <laughs> I saw, I, I watched the latest episode last night and in the credits, I saw Brad Pitt. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, he's an executive producer on that show. I guess he's a Lego fan. I don't know. I mean, who's not a Lego fan, to be honest? Oh, I know. Please. Like, That's a guilty pleasure show for me. I love watching it. So, plus, it's got Will Arnett, and that's oh, always great. Will Arnett's fucking, great. At his campy best. I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's so good in this show. He makes the show. So Of course, he's also a Batman from the Lego movies. Yes. That he's, yeah. Yep. Lego yeah. Batman. Yep. Uh, Which I, is I, the best Batman movie, by He's the also way. Bojack Horseman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. So back to the flick. Um, Elvis is getting more weird flashes in his sleep. And when he wakes up, he awakens to a young girl who's collecting the belongings of his roommate who passed away earlier in the movie. Yeah. Um, this movie is a lot about, <laughs> God damn it. I, I could have just watched this scene over and over and been much happier. Yeah, I bet. I bet you pause this one. Oh yeah. Um, 75 yeah, inch movie, Samsung. <laughs> this movie is a lot about age, a lot about aging and, and you know, the way society views the elderly, um, especially here. There's, you know, the way that this, this girl she picks up like her father's purple heart and tosses it in the trash can yeah. you know yeah, those old, old pictures photos and yeah yeah she didn't give a fuck yep. now if you want to hit this next clip joe this is more of elvis ruminating on his situation here as she's bending over to collect things out of the trash can for him the revealing of her panties wasn't intentional or unintentional she just didn't give a damn she saw me as so physically and sexually non-threatening, she didn't mind if I got a bird's eye view of her love nest. It was the same to her as a house cat sneaking a peek. I felt my pecker flutter once like a pigeon having a heart attack, and then lay back down and remain limp and still. Of course, these days, even a flutter was kind of reassuring. Oh, man. Every clip I just want to put behind it. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> The, the writing is fucking exceptional man like yeah i mean like it, i said i didn't have a problem with certain things like these these little scenes right here i'm like still on board mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh yeah and and that's the thing too none of this is played for like broad comedy like it's very almost well, that, poignant. that's a straight up broad comedy <laughs> oh, <No>. <laughs> <laughs> oh and by the way her dad he he He's not named in the cast list, but they, he's called Bull. He's played by a guy named Harrison Young, who was old Matt Damon in Saving Private Ryan. Oh shit! He's he played old Matt Damon at the at the cemetery 
in uh, in France at, at the end of that movie. The irony so. of him being named Young. Yes, exactly, exactly. So it's like Barry White or Frank Black. Yeah. So the Elvis best cameo Field, in the movie, is which is another Blood Hunging lyric. Oh God. Oh uh, yeah, Elvis feels a flutter in his pecker, like like a pigeon having a heart attack. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. No, I know you right don't. Right now, uh, flutter is good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's reassuring. Um, they call see, me Mr. Penis to, Flutter. <laughs> he's talking to this girl about, you know, her father who who just died, and he's kind of like pissed off. Like, I've never seen you come visit this man once, and, and it's just shitty the way you treated him and the way you're continuing to treat him now. So he asks if he can keep the purple heart that she threw away and the photos and the box of chocolates, you know, all all, all his belongings and stuff because he cared more for this guy than it seems she did. And, um, and he didn't care for him at all, really. I mean, you, you don't really get to see a lot of their relationship. Yeah, you but he really straight up says it. Die. He's like, she's like, were you friends? Like, more like roommates. Yeah, I mean, listen, it it is... <laughs> He was kind of forced into the situation of even knowing this guy, but he, you know, he mentioned like, oh, you must, like he knew her name because he's like, oh, he mentioned you a lot. So they, you get the sense that they talked and that they knew each other yeah. before this man coughed his, I mean, you know, you're laying next to somebody for years and not doing anything else. Like what else would you do? <laughs> exactly. Now, as she's packing up the rest of her stuff, the nurse comes in and refers to the character not as Elvis Presley but as Mr. Half and that's kind of odd because he's very clearly Elvis Presley um, but he's pissed at being called Mr. Half at this point he's basically telling her like don't call me that just call me Mr. Presley I don't go by Sebastian Half anymore like fuck you I'm not trying to hide anymore and she plays along you know she's she's basically treating him like an Alzheimer's patient or like you know just Someone with dementia, someone who's confused, and okay, Mr. Presley, you know, like we got a celebrity in here, kind of, yeah, fucking just, just uh, playing along. I'm glad you did that accent because if I did it, <laughs> it wouldn't have been as, as yeah, much. you can't, do, you're not allowed to do it. Yep. Um, yeah, she's got like that southern, you know, and she's wearing like a nurse outfit that again, like you don't really know when this movie's supposed to take yeah, place right. because look, at some be point, I'm, I'm, I think she's gonna bring him a doo doo pie. <laughs> oh god you know i've never seen that movie but I, know I. I just know that that's all i know from that is it's, it's some lady shits in a pie and brings it to some white person <laughs> i heard it was it wasn't like an award-winning movie yeah i've been won an award for best like shit pie movie? which movie the help the help oh the help yeah i haven't seen that either yeah Sorry, you were about to run a clip. I didn't want you to forget that you were about to run a clip and I interrupted was you. Was I? I think Eric was calling oh, for a yeah. clip. Oh, oh sorry. Go, we were coming in for a landing on the clip. Right. Oh, okay. Let's, let's, let's clip this piece of shit pie let's movie. Let's clip it. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Good morning, Elvis. Hey, Elvis. Did you know we have a celebrity here, Miss Thomas? Elvis Presley. You know the rock and roll singer. I thought he was dead. Well, actually, Elvis is dead. Mr. Half knows that, don't you, Mr. Half? Hell no, I'm right here. I ain't dead. Yet. Now, Mr. Half, I don't mind calling you Elvis, 
But you were a little confused and you liked to play sometime. You were an Elvis impersonator, remember? You fell off a stage and broke your hip? What was it? 20 years ago. You got infected and you were in a coma for quite a while. You came out with a few problems. Look, I was just impersonating myself, okay? I couldn't do nothing else. I don't have any problems. You're trying to say my brain's messed up, aren't you? Why would you want to be somebody else? I got tired of it. I sucked on pills, you know. I wanted out. And this boy, Sebastian Half, he was an Elvis imitator. He's the best of them. He took my place. Problem is, he had a bad heart. He liked drugs, too. Liked him more than I did, so it was him that died, not me. I just took his place. But why would you want to leave all that fame, Mr. Presley? All that money? I don't know. Because they got old. So there you get the backstory of Mr. Elvis Presley. He just got tired of it, man. All the fame and all the money and all the women didn't matter anymore. So he found this really, really convincing Elvis impersonator played by also Bruce Campbell, which is fun. Yes. (laughs) And he convinces him to take his place. Doesn't tell anybody and lives out the rest of his days as this man and ends up falling off stage while he's gyrating, doing the Elvis impersonation bit in a coma for, for, they don't say how long, but she says a long time and wakes up in this uh, assisted living facility. So there you go. That's the origin story. Now, if you choose to believe that or not, that's up to you as the uh, viewer. I accept it as, as fact that this yeah. is indeed Elvis Presley. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's also kind of interpretive too. I guess you could believe that he's just full of shit or, or, you know, whatever. Uh, but that's that. So they do show his journey, you know, when he's younger seeking out this impersonator at, at some like carnival or, or fair or something. And he's got all his hangers on and all his entourage and he fucking, he hates them all. He's tired of it. And when he walks into the room, the dressing room of the Elvis impersonator and this guy is so shocked to see Elvis Presley. He bends a knee and kisses his ring. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And it's, it's fucking Bruce Campbell, man. Like he does so much without, even in the scenes where he's not speaking the way he's, he, you know, presents the ring to him. Like, yeah, no, I know. I get it. Like, here you go. It's just beautifully done. Um, so yeah, again, we get that whole sequence and we understand why things are the way they are. And, um, that's that. So from there, we also learn why there's no evidence of any of this happening. So even if my man changed his mind, they had an agreement like, listen, if I want my life back, we agree that you will give it to me. And, and that's that. And they drew up a contract that that stated that in exact terms. Well, he lost that contract because his uh, trailer blew up in a barbecuing accident. Yep. Propane accident. That's and uh, lighter fluid. Oh yeah, lighter fluid. Yes, lighter that's fluid, what it yeah. was. Yes, they filmed this sequence all in one take, and they well, yeah, really because they couldn't afford more than one trailer. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And yeah, they fucking that was a big explosion. Um, 
Yeah, but he, you know, nobody believes this man's story. So he's just laying there, and they're all just making fun of him. These women, he's like, he just he basically is just like, oh fuck you, you know, just yeah. leave me be. Yeah, and then he's like, I can't even fucking curse you out without you laughing at me like I'm some fucking joke. Exactly. You know, he he makes that exact comment. He's like, I can't even fucking curse you without you giggling and you know like i'm so inoffensive yeah and so you know not dangerous and just a joke to you like this movie this, well god damn it that wasn't gonna say that <laughs> no i was <laughs> i know i know but this is where the movie really thrives it it goes beyond just like a funny b-horror movie like it actually has something to say um in the next scene we meet elvis's best friend jack um, out in the yard and Joe if you want to hit this next clip for me we get a little bit of Jack no one here ever listened to me except this one guy only he was certifiable that's where they took a piece of my brain they got it back in DC in that goddamn job I got a little bag of sand up there now uh, Jack uh, no offense but President Kennedy was a white man. That's how clever they are. They dyed me this color all over. Can you think of a better way to hide the truth than that? <laughs> Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> I got the opposite of what Michael Jackson got. Lucky bastard. I mean, Ozzie Davis. It's great that they got Ozzie Davis for this movie, too, because he's... He's one of the greats. Really Absolutely, is. man. And he's so good in this role, man. Like, he's so yes. earnest in this role. Um, yep. So, yeah, Elvis's best friend is a man named Jack. He's a black man in a wheelchair who believes that he is John F. Kennedy. And after the assassination attempt, they patched him up, took out a piece of his brain, replaced it with a bag of sand, and dyed him black. <laughs> But here's the thing, man. Like, it's such a ridiculous story. But you're already invested in a character who has a ridiculous story. So it I know, but this feel... is why I believe that he's not actually Elvis, because this. Okay, and then the I other see. guy with the guns that fucking thinks he's a fucking, what is it, Geronimo like, or some shit? The Lone Kimo Ranger? Kimo Sabe, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a good but argument for... A little bit later in the flick, when when Elvis finds Jack laying on the floor in his room and he moves him, Jack has a scar behind his ear. Yeah, he does. So he does. I'm not saying that he's not crazy <laughs> and that he really is JFK, but I like the, it's just very whimsical the way they plant these seeds of doubt or these seeds of confirmation more so or maybe he, he just also had some shit a, a happen to his head Jack kennedy and and that really is elvis and this is really cool you know yeah. like well that's you, that's it's playful ambiguity right like right. they could you both root be crazy old men true yeah because it's that Look, much he's jmfk j motherfucking kennedy see there you go <laughs> but it's cool to because it's you really want them to be these two guys yeah you know oh, yeah, it's yeah. like the coolest thing so yeah i agree with you and again it's so it's so cleverly done and it's mm -hmm. also presented in such a way where either could be true there's no bit of evidence that's like oh okay he's absolutely not or oh, okay he absolutely is 
it's, it, it rides this middle of like, you know, there's a 50 50. Like you said, it's, it's however you want to believe in yeah. the end. And yeah. I want to believe that they're both who they say they are because it makes the movie that much cooler. And it's I want to believe they're two crazy old fuckers with dementia okay. who like imagine this entire scenario because their life is so fucking boring. And see, both work. That's what's yep. the kind of beautiful thing about this movie is that both work completely and it mm-hmm. doesn't fuck with the other. So I yeah, wanted to, I like, dig them that, to pull back at the end of this movie and they're sitting in a fucking white room with like fucking padded walls and shit. <laughs> That no, would have been I don't know. That 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 would have been an interesting ending. It would have been yeah. interesting. To yeah. and as an after credits. Yeah, yeah. As an after credits. It would have been interesting. I don't know how I would have taken it, but there'd I, be like I, one dude wrapped in toilet paper, he's the fucking uh mummy. <laughs> and then like <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. I kind of like that actually. That's uh you know, interestingly enough, that's one of the great Batman stories is that Bruce Wayne is an inmate at Arkham Asylum. Yeah. And all of the rogues gallery of Batman are just people in there, like Holy his psychiatrist. Shit, I thought about that. That's great. Yeah, the Joker is like his psychiatrist. And, I've seen and, that somewhere before. That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. It's a very cool idea, you know. Um. So, yeah, we get back to Elvis. He's laying in bed at night, and he's just dreaming of, you know, being younger and driving on the open road and all this shit. But it doesn't last long, you know, all of the dreams about his performances and his heyday and kind of going back over like what happened with his uh, his accident when he fell off stage. But all of a sudden he gets awakened by a weird noise and the world's most realistic um, (laughs) insect attacks again. And uh, you also get a sense of like his physicality. He's in a he's using a walker to get around because after the hip accident he was never really the same so right. I, I like when he throws the bedpan aside and says nope I'm gonna piss in the fucking toilet this time yeah you know yes, he gets, I'm gonna he, make it <laughs> yeah I'm not gonna piss my pants this time <clears throat> so yeah here's a noise he investigates what's going on he gets attacked by the bug and we get as close to an evil dead 2 scene yes. as there is in this movie it's almost like him versus his hand in evil dead 2 yep Yep. Um, <clears throat> he reaches for a fork and you get that classic Bruce Campbell I wanted the fork but I got the spoon you know all <laughs> yeah. that three stooges kind of stuff that he's really good at Yep. Uh, he's fighting this thing with his walker and eventually he just like plays dead and lets it crawl up to him and stabs it with the fork and you get yeah. all the, the pus and all the goo that comes out of it but I, I, I even love just the playful attempts at karate because elvis was the karate guy he's got and he's got the elvis karate moves he looks like elvis (laughs) i love that karate moves but old like he can't quite his hands aren't steady but he's got those moves and he's just elvis elvis but yeah it just makes me love him and the character more just the way the way he does that so. It makes me think of that that cartoon, uh, Johnny Bravo. Yeah, yes. was, it was really just an Elvis parody. Yes. But, oh, all the noise. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. Exactly, he, a caricature of Elvis. Like, because yeah. I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> Anybody who plays Elvis is playing a caricature of Elvis because Elvis was a caricature of himself, especially yep. in the end. Like he was a yeah. cartoon of himself, you know. And totally. that's what you do when you play him. And that's why I love this so much. It was just the way he just did all the mannerisms and everything. 
just think about bitter Elvis, bitter old Elvis, and it's exactly how he would be. Yeah. Driving well, Joe, his entourage if you, crazy. If you want to hit this last clip for me, this is Elvis versus the most realistic bug in cinema. And then I think we're going to be at a place to take a break. Even a big bitch cockroach like you should know. <laughs> never, but never fuck with the king. Also, the bug sounds like a squealing pig. Yeah. Pretty uh, much, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen a, a, um, a bug bite this shitty, or bug fight this shitty since Starship Troopers. Oh, wow. Which There's that's a movie, movie I do want to do. One. I do want to yeah. do that movie eventually, because it's a fun movie. That's a great yeah. movie. That's biggest dumb fun movie. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. All right, folks, join us on part two of Bubba Hotep. And we will wrap this thing up for the spooky season. This is good because I don't want to use the bedpan. I got to make it to the bathroom. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, hey there. Uh, it's me, your buddy, Eric. And I am here to remind you about the monthly art show at Hourglass Brewing in Longwood, Florida. Every month, there's a different theme, sometimes movie related, sometimes not. We've had MCU, we've had Star Wars, we've had John Carpenter, and all of these amazing local artists will contribute to the show. The art will be hanging all month long, but the best part is that you have the ability to purchase any of that local art and bring it home. Uh, again, check out Hourglass Brewing in Longwood, Florida, and tell them MOTCU sent you.